you have to start training for an Olympic sport right now. But it has to be an individual sport. What? Well, individual or like duo can't be a team because I know you're going to use a cop out answer. Say hockey. Yeah, because then you could sit on the bench. It's either, but you have to start training for an Olympic sport right now. What sport would be your best chance at not coming in last? I'm not saying you would. I'm saying it would be your best chance. God, that's such a good question. I wish I would have gotten this beforehand because I could have had a decent answer. Winter or summer? It would have taken me. That would take me like two weeks to come up with a really good answer. I'd say you have a year for each. Which, like, which, oh, which, I already know. You could do either know. winter or which summer. Loca- easy. Locations. That's easy. That's easy. 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 Okay. Easy. Because I can ice skate. Can I could you? learn how to. I could learn how to ice skate. Ice skate on long bladed. Um, oh. Uh, uh, what do you call it? Um, skates. Speed skates. <laughs> oh, sorry. Nice. I could speed skate, and I know. In one of those events, yep. one of those dudes is going to fall down and fall into the little padding, and I'm going to go finish second to last. Apollo okay. Anton yes. Ono. Oh, man. I'm gonna just yeah. going to hang back. Do you think hang this? Back. I have a, hang back. Hang back. I have a feeling gonna... that the person who fell could probably get up and no, still no, finish. No, no, no. I could still I could true. finish. It's going to be a short little 50 You do meter. get a year to train. Yeah, I'll be so. fine. I could, I could learn how to skate in those funny skates and wear the tights. The, 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 love the biggest that. training part would have to be to fit into the tights <laughs> and not look like a dad. YHH will not be covering that. Not look no. like a dad. You know what I mean? A yeah. dad. Yeah. Dad bod. Built like a bag of milk. Um, if I had to pick an Olympic sport, maybe badminton. You think, you would finish think, last for sure in that. I think it'd be okay. At no, no. Buddy, you I live two pummeled. blocks from Buddy? Como Park High School, which is a badminton dynasty. Hotbed? Yeah, wow. I could train with those kids, and I would be incredible. Okay. Uh, I'm uh, glad you have confidence. Okay, now you get to answer, or you either get to answer or tell us who's got a better chance of not finishing last. Um. Oh, man. I don't really have an answer for myself. I didn't really think about it. Oh, great. You think of the questions, but you don't think of the answers? I just thought it was a good question. I did. Um, That was a great question. I would say that... There's a right answer here. One of you being correct. Yeah. I don't know, though, because I don't... I I feel as if badminton is harder than it looks. Oh, God, yes. They're both hard. And I feel like the, the idea that someone would fall... It would be a better idea of him get, not getting last than you. Yeah, but you could tear an ACL playing badminton. You could have a brain <laughs> aneurysm playing badminton, and then yeah. I win. But someone falls like every time in that speed. And when skating. they're kicking your behind, they're not going to tear a, any ligaments or joints. They might. No. They okay. might. Hello, hockey fans, and welcome to the Her Ice Girls High School Hockey Podcast. This podcast is sponsored by ResTech, a full-service integration and home automation company serving residential customers throughout central Minnesota and the Metro Twin Cities region. The Red Black League, the largest boys and girls off-season high school hockey league in Minnesota. Summit Orthopedics, with 11 locations throughout the Twin Cities with specialists ready to treat any sports-related injury. And Gemini Athletic, pro-quality custom uniforms with a championship pedigree. 
And now, here's Peter and Tony. Used to keep it cool, used to be a fool All about the bounce in my step Watch it on the news, what you gonna do I could hit refresh and forget Used to keep it cool Oh, that was some interesting noise. Yeah, I don't exactly know why that was buzzing like that. All right, well, I'm just going to go ahead and assume that it's Kayla's fault. Probably is. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and everyone in between, welcome to Her Ice, a girls' high school hockey podcast about the great teams in the great state of Minnesota. I am one half of the Her Ice team. My name is Peter Adi. I'm here with my aviation partner, Tony Scott. Tony, how are you doing? I'm doing great. I have some new merch today. Given to us yeah. by the wonderful Andy Goblish from yeah. Farmington. Thank you, Andy, for dropping them off. We have our own shirts uh, to wear today. And thank you. They are officially the Mighty Mites, coined by this guy Scary. right there. You know, watch out, Phil Knight. You're not the only guy who can brand the heck out of something. <laughs> Yeah, well, uh, you've done a nice job with them. They and you actually got to see them play last Friday, didn't you? I did. I did. I got to see them play last Friday. I went to the Apple Valley Farmington game. I met a kid named Jason. Mm-hmm. Jason's got a lot of spirit. And where's Jason from? Jason is from Apple Valley. I think Jason might be six years old. Oh, okay. But uh, he was. I'll tell you something funny. I ran into the Woodbury Bantam AA team there. Yeah. Because they had a 950 game for the Play for Patrick tournament. Wow. And they were playing with a soccer ball. And Jason, really, really, really sweet. I'm pretty sure he ate two pounds of Twizzlers before showing up to the game, though, because he was a ping pong ball. And eventually I handed him one of the Woodbury kids' soccer balls to get him to calm down uh, well give him something to preoccupy himself but i i enjoyed meeting jason really sweet kid and that was a fun game to go to i wanted to see farmington and i think we might uh, be making another trip to see the tigers this season uh, if they make the section final in Owatonna, i will see them for sure boy that's a long drive though no it's not, not a, it's a long from here it's from bloomington it's easy I it's love a long it. drive you're spoiled living here in bloomington i love that Doubleheader every year. It's my one of my favorite sections to cover because of the fact I get two in one day. Oh, so. that's fair. Well, one of my favorite sections to cover is professional women's hockey. Team Minnesota, the PWHL, has been through two games so far, both victories for Minnesota, of course. A 3-2 win over Boston in the opener on January 3rd. I and saw that game. A 3 nothing shutout victory over Montreal. And both you guys opener. saw that game did and i am going to the game tonight and i am going to the game on sunday i should have just gotten season same tickets. same oh you're gonna yeah. miss all but one what's the day I you can't so. go because that's the one i'm gonna have to cover you wednesday for. the 24th jan 24 what do you got going on on the I'll 24th be the, i'll be in florida oh yeah that's the whole week right like yeah rough life At- yeah Sorry, I planned it perfectly for you. Thank you. Rough. Appreciate that. I'll be in Arizona the following week. Well, so, uh, we our podcast won't air until Thursday that following week. Grace Zumwinkle, the leading scorer for PWHL Minnesota with four total points. Leading scorer for the PWHL. Is she? I believe. Okay, so. I'm on the PWHL website right now, but I'm only getting the stats for 
think she has four points. She does. She has four goals and four points. Kelly Panic and Susanna Tappany tied for the assist lead for Team Minnesota with a pair of assists each. What's going on over in uh, Switzerland right now? Uh, we actually got to watch some of today's game I while did. we were in the hotel. Uh, that we were was, up four nothing. I think the final was four nothing. Yeah, Team USA has done very well over in Switzerland. It was uh, a bit disconcerting, to be completely honest with you. The team lost its pre-tournament game against Czechia, uh, four to nothing, but has gone three and zero oh since. I'm pulling up the Team USA page right now, and of course, it doesn't include games because why would it why would it games hold on let's go to the stats page team comparison oh that's just as useless they're three and they're three and oh right now they're three and oh team usa has defeated sweden four to nothing that game was this morning they beat slovakia seven to one and they've also beaten switzerland eight to one so they haven't been tested yet they will no. eventually they're going to have to see chechia or uh canada well they're gonna play germany tomorrow and finland's also very good too and then we'll get into the quarterfinals and semifinals correct correct well uh oh excuse uh, me that game against germany is a quarterfinal oh okay good yeah they they played they won they went three and oh and they probably play they're either the two seed or the one seed depending on why can't you just give me a standings page yeah i swear it's not that hard this is ridiculous it's not that hard you are the IIHF, correct? Oh, my gosh. With the 55 workers you have at a given tournament, you'd think you could put together a standings page. Correct. Correct. All righty. Uh, there's a third headline here, and this is where Kayla's going to have to get the bleep ready. We had a few upsets. Oh, my. Uh, at least two few. of them Two of them last night. And as I was scrolling the Twitter machine at about 1 in the morning, uh, I realized my rankings are f- Wow. They're dead. Beep. They're dead. My rankings are totally dead. Edina losing to unranked Lakeville South. Ouch. And then Northfield defeating Benilde St. Margaret's. That one's nine good for rankings. Five. That's great. That's not. Well, it's that, not. That is now great gotta, for rankings. I got to shuffle the deck again. You got to put Northfield in the top five. You have to. No, I don't. I don't yes. have to do anything. Yes, you do. I don't have to do anything. Who's gonna make me? I'm gonna Who's make gonna you. Make me? I'm gonna make you. I'm gonna make you or mock you. Jesse you James. Choose. Jesse you James choose. is dead. The most dangerous human to come from Northfield is already dead. You so choose. I don't have I a lot make to be you afraid you of. Or if you don't put them in the top five, you're mocked. You're officially mocked. And they'll be at Friday Night Ice, my friend. And if you don't have them in the top five by January 26th. They're going to mock you. By January 26th? So yeah. you're saying I got two weeks? Yeah, you better get them right. in the top five. They beat they beat Benilde. Maybe I'll bump them to eight. No! <laughs> they're they're a top five team. They've uh, beaten top five yeah. teams. They, they've beaten, they're undefeated. They've beaten one top five team. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter. They're undefeated. They're undefeated. I have a sneaking suspicion Northfield will find themselves in the top five next ranking cycle Thank i just like you. to watch tony have an aneurysm okay it's kind of yeah. fun i don't i like you have, i don't like watching you have aneurysms i'm not having an aneurysm i'm cool um, as a cucumber right now okay it's also because i haven't eaten anything for the last you know 14 hours and uh no it was less than that we ate at 10 o'clock yeah 14 hours ago we ate it was wonderful too. so it wasn't less than that jeans <laughs> in rozo thank you gene if that was gene who served me Jean, it was not thank Jean. you 
not Gene. I okay. think his name was Steve. All right. Well, Steve was great. Thank you, Steve. Those are our headlines. Move on to some milestones. I really appreciate everybody sending us their milestones via Twitter. It feels Love like it. our Twitter feed has been uh, populated with Love career it. points, career saves, and career games coach. But before we get into our five milestones to highlight, it should be noted that we it is brought to you by the Red Black Leagues. The Red Black League is a great league, both boys and girls, uh, spring and fall. It's about 20 games. Uh, you either get paired up with a few people from your own team or a whole team, or you can sign up individually. They'll put put together what they consider based on where you played and, and your experience level. Uh, they'll put you on evenly balanced teams to get some games in, whether you're a multi-sport athlete or someone who's just looking to get some more game action to complement your off-season training or your multi-sport um, progress. Uh, check out the Red Black League. And it's funny, this week's Red Black League leads right into – the first uh, milestone with Dave Palmquist. Wow. The, yeah. Our first milestone with Dave Palmquist. 1,000 games coached. That's a lot of games. Which does include seven seasons with the Minnehaha Academy boys, boys. program and then about a bajillion years uh, coaching the South St. Paul girls. He's been a mainstay in the girls' high school hockey scene for what feels like forever. So 1,000 games coached for Dave Palmquist. Lakeville South, Bryn O'Neill and Josie Grossman, 75 career points. And I believe we had another milestone from Lakeville South, although I can't Hang remember. On. I think, was it Claire Bronson? Was that last week? Yeah, but here's a question for you. Okay. This is for Peter. Okay. Um, who has a better uh, social media delivery? Is it the Lakeville South boys or the Lakeville South girls? Oh, man. I don't know. I'll be totally honest. I'm with leaning you. girls. This is a girl show. I'm going to lean girls. Yeah. On my personal Twitter, I don't follow any high school teams. So I don't really have an opinion. Well, I'm only on YJH <laughs> Twitter and I see both, and they both do a nice job. They do. Must be something with the uh, the graphic designer down there. I actually want to give go. a shout oh, out. Oh, speaking of the graphic <laughs> designer. No, oh, no. Oh, oh. There's a girl that's. Try not, try not to sneeze. That does their. She's. I met her. She's really good. She's good. She's, she's 16 real, years old. She's 16. Ah, she oh does gosh. like a lot of their. I only did the boys' gifts. She does like a lot. Like she did all of football graphics too. So yeah. She's really good. I'm looking and I'm going to look it up right now. No, I met the boys' person. Yeah. But she does the girls too? I'm not sure actually. Okay. But the girl, the she does the boys' hockey and she's Yeah, really I've met good. her. I haven't met the girls' one. But yeah, I will I see Lakeville South play this year. I have to now. You have you're you're committed. Now. I'm required to because that you're committed. That's going to be a, a her great name is Carly. Play. Shout out Carly. All right, Carly. Shout out Carly. All right, Maple Grove. Danny Strom surpasses at 1,500 saves. That was a couple of days ago. I believe she's over 1,600 at this point. Uh, save that name for later in the show. Maybe. <laughs> Bloomington Jefferson, Jana Lesh goes over 100 career points. Nice to see. She's also served over 100 uh, hot pretzels at Bloomington Ice Garden. That should go in her. You know, she hands as well. over a hot dog with the same <laughs> grace and the same poise that Najinsky did ballet. Yep. So excellent work, Jana Lesh. Congrats on 100 career points. And Hill Marie's Regan Berglund commits to Quinnipiac. Love it. That's a great school. It is. That's a good school. They uh, enjoyed some success on the men's side of the puck last year. I can't remember how their season ended, though. 
They have a lot of. How did that season end? Who for the the men? For Quinnipiac. I don't yeah, how did it? How did it end? I don't remember. It kind of a little foggy for me last April. Um, I was just getting back from Europe, so I don't remember. Um, oh yeah, you were just getting back from Europe when yeah. your alma mater got beat in <laughs> overtime of the I, national championship. They were leading game. when the plane landed. By the time I got home, <laughs> they lost. I was like listening on the radio. I get home and it went in overtime. I was like, oh, this isn't gonna end well. Yeah. Uh, but Quinnipiac it does have a lot of Minnesota. Uh, natives on that team on the women's side they not, do not so much on the men's but definitely on the women's side they've they do. nice little pipeline there all right now we have a segment called questions that keep me up at night because i thought about this a lot last night and i got curious and i went wait, down a little wait. bit of a girls hockey up rabbit before hole. you ask the questions i have a question about res tech our sponsor for this section just murdered my segue have you oh you had it? oh i'm sorry go ahead. yeah go ahead if my Segway was a harbor, it'd be Pearl Harbor, and you just ruined it. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't realize that you just blew, you were looking like you're blowing. By I was it there. I, no, I was kept up last night because the lighting in my hotel room wasn't great. The ambiance was totally off. I did not feel that I could do my research in peace and quiet with soft mood lighting. But your TV welcomed you to the room. It did, and you know what? If I'd used ResTech, I would have been more happy. More happy, happier. Okay, happier with the with the room's ambiance. So, if I were designing a hotel, I would go with Res Tech Systems. Breathtaking ambiance, creating the ideal atmosphere with brilliantly dynamic lighting and shading control throughout your estate with a home automation company. If I were, as I said, building a hotel, I would call Res Tech. If I wanted to give my guests a premium experience, Res Tech is the best in the business, especially in the West Metro. Well, thank you for that. If I were building a hotel, John Weibel, and I had guests coming, I would make my room greater than 44 degrees when your my guests walk into the room. But I don't build hotels and I don't own hotels, John Weibel, and I thought it would be nice to have a room that was a little warmer than the Rosa Memorial Rink when I arrived at the Hampton Inn last night. Does John Weibel own that Hampton Inn? He's one of the owners. Wow, that makes him. Oh, wow. What? So he's he's basically the king of Warroad if he's a co-owner of one of the 1.5 hotels. He's the wow, and he doesn't even live there. He's an absentee landlord. That's he lives, like he that's lives like in Bedette down the road, but it's like owning the one general store in an old Western with John <laughs> Wayne. You're basically the and, king. And, and John Weibel is kind of like a, a Wild West kind of character. Is he? Oh, is he yeah. He's a cowboy hat. He's a great guy. I'm sure he has a cowboy okay. hat. He's a great guy. I saw a couple of cowboy I hats. I did last uh, night. bemoan his name a few times last night when I walked. I was like, John Weibel, this room is freezing. Yeah, what was the temp of the second room that 59 you tried? 59 degrees, which nice. I just figured it was good enough. You and Moss got nice warm rooms to we walk did. into. We did, we did. But then we got your name plastered on the TV. So. Yes, yes. That's what that's what you get when Tony pays for the room. Tony's <laughs> name is on the TV. I bet you loved that. Yeah. All right, questions that kept me up last night. Uh, Claire Bronson, Lakeville South, coming off a huge win over Edina. We'll get into that. Enormous. We'll get into win. that upset a little bit later in games. Was it like 48 saves or something like that? She had 47 saves. Yeah. Oh, 49 geez. shots. The Cougars right now 14, 1, and 3. Claire has posted 30 or more saves. 1, 2, 3, 4 times this season. I know we've talked 
a lot about senior goaltenders. Put your hand down for a second. Talked a lot about senior goaltenders, and we have not talked about Claire Bronson, and now I feel awful about that because we were clearly so very wrong. So put your hand back up again. Anthony? Um, this just hit me. Go into the record books. Which record books? Any rec- MSHSL record books. No. That website is about as team, navigable as the has IHF Has a team website. from the same city ever been in the – had two teams from the same city in the state high school hockey tournament? Oh, that would be so sick. Like Minneapolis West and Minneapolis Southwest. That would be so sick. I, that, I don't think that ever happened. But this year, Lakeville South and Lakeville North are in separate sections and could viably both make the state tournament. Oh my gosh! And what would be even cooler? I would lose my mind. Is if they played each other in the first round. I would that would be lose, even better. I would lose my mind. And you know what? I have zero allegiance to the city of Lakeville. I'm honestly not a huge fan. Of I don't the even city like people that grew up there. I don't like driving there. I don't. I don't like the odd juxtaposition between suburb and rural that it has going on. It, it's kind of like wearing a Patagonia fleece with a cowboy hat. It just doesn't, doesn't know work. what it is right now. No. But I would lose my brain if Lakeville South and Lakeville North got to the state tournament. It would be, oh, be so funny. Oh, it would be great. It would be so great. It would be so Wait. funny. And then all the people would be like, why are they... Not the same section. That, that would be the oh. bell, that would be the siren song for K fan to start complaining about girls oh, they high school would, hockey for sure again. for yep. sure every year every year it's the same Let's thing just round them up but Claire Bronson her goals against average .96 a .959 save percentage and eight shutouts on the season so my question that keeps me up at night is she a legitimate candidate to be a top three senior goalie of the year finalist she deserves to be a finalist Peter Rodney okay. It's not what you said 15 minutes ago. You're you write this as if she should win it. <laughs> the word front runner means win. I it think she is, right I, here. Okay, is Claire Bronson the senior goal of your front runner? Is how you wrote this, and I I scoffed at you, and I I feel as if though Grace Jean or Danny Strom, it's a arm wrestling. They'll have a uh, bare knuckle boxing match to see who wins that award between those two claire great career but i'm sorry these two goalies have done more on a local stage and on a national level you're saying the resumes are better yes for john and strom yeah that's all i'm saying nothing nothing against claire bronson but peter odney you wrote is claire bronson the senior goalie year front runner you can go to sleep tonight calmly and know that she is not front runner no, she's back ma- to bed she's making a hell of a case right now I'm yes, gonna tell she you is. That. alrighty uh Northfield this question was posed by somebody on the internet um I can't remember who it is but they the question was if Northfield beat Benilde St. Margaret's would they have claim to the tops if they beat Benilde went undefeated the rest of the way I believe on paper Northfield is favored in the rest of their games this season if they, they go are 25 what are the odds they have the odds published somewhere Ooh, the odds. Uh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh, let me, let's let me look check at their schedule. Out, uh, Just read me their schedule. Let me check out. Danny Sheridan? No, Brent Musburger. That's my guy. Whenever I lose money on football, it's because I read Vegas Insider. All right. Uh, Owatonna is the next game on the schedule for North. Do you want me to just be kind of cockier and give the answers? Go ahead. Sure. Owatonna. All right. Rooster? Dub. Mayo. Dub. Mankato East. Dub. 
Red Wing. Dub. Chisago Lakes. Dub. Albert Lee. Dub. Dodge County. Dub. Mankato West. Dub. Alrighty. So here's the question. If Northfield with a top five win over Benilde, they go the Raiders go undefeated they, the rest of the season. Do they have claim to the top seed? Was the question posed top. by the person on the internet. No, but they they will definitely uh be three or four. For three sure. or four. They won't be the five. Wow. They won't be the five. For sure a three or four. You want undefeated. Yeah. And they have okay. arguably the best player in the state on their team. Yeah. I saw her. She is if she's not the best, I want to see the best. They might have the best player in the state. Yeah. So there you go. Okay. All right. I don't I think they would be closer to a five seed than a three seed, though. I know That's we're I know we're splitting a, tiny hairs here, a, but you have bias against the five oh seven. No, I, I don't it. have okay. a bias against the five oh seven. Although fine. the area code doesn't make any sense to me. Kind of like nine. You do. It's, it's okay. Some of us love the five oh seven. Some of us have bias against it. I enjoy the five oh seven for a quick getaway in a picturesque little town like Northfield. But I can't help but weight the schedules of some of the states, other top teams higher because they're you, you might take a few losses when you play top 10 teams every week. I Because you're just taking body blow after body blow after body blow. They beat Benilde, who's beat a lot of good teams. They beat Benilde. Their other key wins on the schedule are Mound West Tonka, Southwest Christian, a borderline top 10 Class A team, and then Orono. Okay. All right. All right. Okay. I just All think right. they deserve it. Okay. Undefeated is pretty hard. I'm going to say five. And I if still they, don't if they go undefeated the, if, they, if they go undefeated the rest of the way, I'll give them the five seed. <laughs> okay. Let's just seed all eight I'm teams. saying three Let's or four. I, I, Let's just seed all no eight comment. teams. No comment. Let's just seed no all comment. eight teams. Okay, section sleepers. This is something that you came up with while we were digging through some stats this morning, and I, I love did. this question. And I'm going to rely on a team that I have felt – is a section sleeper for the past 55 years. I know girls high school hockey hasn't existed that long, but I love this team. Would you like to go first? Or you want me to go first? Um, you want A or double A? Uh, double A. Uh, I will go double A North Wright County. Okay. And maybe it was. Sell me this pen. <laughs> yeah. Well, I got two games on here that make me make it easy for me to sell this pen. Um, okay, now section play, you you have to make your way through, and are you improving? So on November 11th, Northbright County played Hill Marine, lost 6-0 to zero on their home ice. They then traveled to Eden Prairie midwinter meltdown and played the Pioneers to a 3-2 to two game. That tells me they're improving. They're coming on as a team. So that, that's the first thing. And then if you look at some of their wins, they've been able to dispatch teams like a, a Hopkins Park um, they've beaten Champlain Park Coon Rapids, who's in their section. So they've already proven that they can get past the first round. When things get into that second round and in the championship game, you need to have a solid decor. They have the solid decor. I think this team is headed in the right direction. I think Northright County is a true sleeper in what I would say the toughest section. I think it's the toughest section in both boys and girls. In the state, Seven. no question about it. It's it combined. It's 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 as tough as two double A boys. It this is the five double A is the hardest section in girls, and two double A is the hardest in boys. I don't disagree with that. 
I wish I disagreed with it because then I could say something witty and funny, <laughs> but I don't. Uh, Who's your team? I'm moving on up to Section 7, Elk River. 7 A. 7 A. I like Elk River. But that's Elk like River. a no-win situation. Why? Because they, they're not going to get past Andover and uh, can go I, States. Can I make and my case? And they were in the section final can last I, year. Can I make my case? Make your case. All right, I'm going to make my case. Elk River keeps everything close. All right, so even their losses. They do. They lost by one to Champlain Park Coon Rapids in the team's uh, most recent meeting between the two. They lost to Moorhead, who we both think is going to be a, a state, state tournament, tournament team. team yeah. They lost by two against Moorhead. They've lost by one to Centennial Spring Lake Park and then two to Centennial Spring Lake Park. So in a game, in games that are decided by two goals or less, it typically comes down to a bounce or two, yep. right? I think Elk River could find themselves on the right side of those bounces come playoff time. Carly Humphrey, Abby Hansberger, Jaden Peterson, the team's leading scorers, their point point totals right now respectively 17, 14, and 12. I think those are low given how talented those three players are. And then Abby Huslid, the goaltender, she's got 10 of the games so far. And then Addie Brandt has got seven of the games. They'll be fresh by the time they get to the postseason, and both those goaltenders are good. So I think they could steal a game here. All right. Uh, and that's all you got to do in seven. You have eight section finals uh, to pick from in double A. Where would you put the seven double A for intrigue on your list, Mister? For Rodney? intrigue, I would put it. I would put it like seven. I would say seven. There's got to be maybe one less than six, maybe. Yeah. So Behind, I, uh, in front of eight and three. Three, yeah. I don't think three is going to be eight, too much no. of a competition no, this year. We'll save our section preview for actual okay. section preview time. All right. Uh, class A, you ready? Yeah. Uh, I'm going Pine City area. I put that area in there. I this think, team I think the they're merged for this entire segment. I think they're merged segment. with Mora. I think they're think merged so? with Mora, yeah. Okay. Uh, Pine City area has played a fairly tough schedule. They've played Duluth Marshall. And, and A, they've played Hopkins Park. They've played Duluth Marshall. They've played um, Chisago Lakes. Uh, they've played Mound West Tonka. Um, they've played a decent schedule. And they're 10-4-1. And, and they just beat Chisago uh, last Thursday. And they have a game against Northern Tier coming up a game where they lost earlier in the season. If they can avenge that loss and go 11-4-1, I think they're going to have a lot of confidence going into section play, and I, I like their odds. All righty. I'm going to stay in section seven for my they're not seven. A pick. Pine City is not in seven. No, I picked Elk oh, River. Oh, God. Okay, sure. A. So 7A. Let me see if I can pick your 7A sleeper. Uh, well, there's going to be Cloquet. There could be Moose Lake. Um Anyone else besides that? And I'll be, Marshall and Herman, Proctor and Hermitown, one and two. And then it's Cloquet and Moose Lake. Anyone else besides that? Duluth. 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 The Stars. The Stars. Keeping it close against Brainerd Little Falls, losing three to one. Holy Family lost five to four. They kept it close-ish with Marshall, a loss five to two. They hung with Moose Lake, a loss by one goal. They've played Elk River. They've played Grand Rapids Greenway. They've played Wyzetta. They've played. They play a lot of tough teams. They've played some tough teams. The record right now 
Doesn't look great, right? Obviously, just seven, like North Wright, seven and nine. Yeah, right? seven, ten, and one. Similar team is Duluth right now, but May McCall, she's up to twenty points this season. This season, Grace Caracas, uh, Caracas, yeah, Caracas, 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 eighteen points, and Ellie Marciniak has got thirteen so far. Ella Breeze Wa. Uh, looks to be the only goaltender on the roster right now. I think Duluth could steal a game in 7A. I, I don't disagree with that at Alrighty. all. All right. Uh, are we moving on to games of the past? Are we we live, are. We're going to live in the past, flip back of the yearbook, and take a look. Yeah, I never Some look back days. at the yearbook, though. But before we do, we should talk a little bit about Summit. A couple things. Uh, a programming note. Our Summit Service Award, we are still looking for... Uh, applicants for the Summit Service Award. So if you know of a high school senior or junior senior, because they have to be at least 16 years old, who is committed to serving their team, their community, their school in any fashion of community service and would be interested in applying for this award, we will also, they also get a $2,500 scholarship to go on a trip with the surgeons and the surgical team at Summit Orthopedic to Honduras. So if there's someone who might be interested in that, who can combine their love for service, their love for the medical industry, it'd be a great opportunity, a great uh, resume builder for someone who wants to get into that industry and is uh, committed to serving their community. Uh, check it out. We have a link on the top of our homepage called Summit Service. Go there to fill out the form and fill out your application. It's not very hard. It takes just a few minutes. Um, I've got to know a lot of the surgeons uh, at Summit over the past two years now. It's fun to meet them. Uh, we had a few of them out in Prior Lake this past week at or the weekend prior to New Year's, and I met, met all these surgeons. You know the one thing they all have in common besides being extremely smart and good so at school? What's that? They're... You'd think that, you know, you think of doctors and surgeons, you think of like, you know, uh, lifestyles of the rich and famous, right? And surely they, they probably make a decent living. But man, they really care about their profession, their craft. Just like you and I care about our craft and our profession and getting good at what we do and improving. Do we? They, yeah, I, I try anyway. And they really care about their craft and they can really roll up their sleeves and talk about it. And I think they care about, there was a video that came out with, that they produced just recently with Grant Conan and see Dr. Pepin in the video kind of warmed my heart. Cause that was the same surgeon who worked on my shoulder when I was at summit, uh, in 2020 and to see Dr. Pepin do great work with Mr. Conan and get him off. And I, I'm like, Oh, how's Grant doing in Aberdeen? Yep. There he is. He's half a point a game in his first year juniors, which about adds up for Grant and how good a hockey player he is. And he's, has another good year of juniors next year. Who knows? He could be a Division One hockey player. And we saw him way back in his squirt days, and he got his career a little derailed with a really strange shoulder injury. And here he is uh, a year or so away from finishing his junior career. And thanks to Summit Orthopedic, they got him on the mend and got him back on the ice. Well, I think what's so cool about Summit, too, is that there are so many athletes who work for Summit Orthopedic. Absolutely. So they understand the process of rehab, whereas a general practitioner might not. They understand what an athlete goes through when they're injured in their sidelines. So the bedside manner is a little more tailored to yeah. an athlete's perspective. Yeah, we had uh, Kelsey Overman uh, in, uh, and she was a All-American soccer player at Colorado College. There you go. There you go. What I just say? What I just say? 
All right, games of the past, going all the way back to January 4th, my favorite day of the year. Orono ties Benil St. Margaret's 1-1. to I think that was a pick'em game, and it'll end up being a push. Right, Kayla? I think it was. Okay. What did you say? <laughs> I'm trying to figure this out. Sorry. Figure what out? I didn't write down your games of the past last time. Oh, future, so no. we're, we're working on it. Boo. It's okay. Yeah, oh it doesn't matter. God. Did you really throw something at her? Yeah, yeah I did. he did. I was going to throw it, it at you earlier. Me. Workers' comp um, is not cheap. It's not a Peter. Workers' also comp. I got a paper cut on my eye. Yeah. No, you didn't. Your hair caught it. All right. Orono ties Middle St. Margaret's one to one. Fergus falls over River Lakes by a score of two to nothing. That's a big game in the middle of the state. January fifth, Farmington over Apple Valley. Northfield over Wait, Crookston. You were at that game. Could we hear your thoughts? You can. I uh, I don't know if you watched my post game skate after. I did not, which I delivered Sorry. from a parking lot in front of a, a holiday station. Um, kind of a sleepy game, to be totally honest. Between the two teams, Farmington was allowed to just tee off in the middle of the offensive zone all night they, long. They have kind of this interesting offense where if it didn't work i would compare it a little bit to youth hockey where a player skates it into the corner and then sends it into the middle hoping for somebody to tip it in right. but they know what they're doing they tend to carry the puck into the corner drawing defenders even if the defender doesn't skate into the corner the defense all turns toward the puck carrier and then they whip it to the top of a very high triangle and they just fire away right but, and another thing that i liked a lot about farmington that maybe this is too far into the strategic weeds but the player who carries the puck into the corner and then sends it out front, they don't just stand there and watch. As soon as that puck leaves their stick, they're skating right to the net looking for a rebound. I like that. Yeah. Uh, they're still young. I mean, they're, they're still – the Tigers lack some polish to their game, which I think they'll get as they grow a little bit. They're not only young age-wise, they're young physically. Like, these, these players right. are going to get taller. They're going to get longer. The sticks are going to get longer, and they're not going to look like – you know, mighty, mighty mites out on the ice. Uh, Apple Valley relies so heavily on Michaela Moran and her toe drags. She had the lone goal in that game. Uh, looking for another player, maybe a Molly Henches, yep. a Michaela Gore, and Avery Ryan yep. needs to step up if the Eagles want to have a chance in three double A. But uh, good goaltending performance from Finley Engfer as well. Uh, she was the girl goalie from uh, Prior Lake, right? She was. So Apple Valley loses a netminder who transfers to Northfield. And uh, Finley Engfer has arrived. All right. All right. Uh, next game, Northfield over Crookston, 3-1. to one. You were at that one. Would you like to hear my take on that game? Yeah. 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 So um, uh, Grace McCaution was the player of the game. I thought that... Uh, she made a lot of plays uh, on both ends of the ice. She made some great defensive plays. She p rushes the puck really well. She comp she's a great compliment to Ayla Puppy. And I think there's a lot of players on this team that kind of get a, you know get neglected. You know, in you, you, know, you hear about the two Division One commits, and then they just kind of leave everyone else out. And I just thought, you know what, this team is deep. Uh, they'll only play two lines, uh, but the six forwards are fantastic. The four D are fantastic, and you know, as much as we talk about Campbell Friggy as being a you know up and coming great goaltender, yep, uh, from Crookston, I thought Macy Mueller was the better of the two goalies. 
And Campbell made two or three unbelievable saves. But so did I thought the shots were dead even, and I thought Macy Mueller just ho hummed her way to a, you know, thirty-one save victory and lost her shutout in the last like two minutes of the game. <laughs> right now, Macy Mueller is ho humming her way to a seventeen and zero record, a one thirty-five goals against, a nine forty-three save percentage, and six shutouts. Yeah, I, for me, if and I know we have a lot of teams to see, but they're that's the kind of team I'd pay money to watch. Is Northfield? They just there's a lot of talent on that team, and it's not just the two Division One commits. Interesting. You know, I mean, for example, like number twenty one. I'm look, I'm grabbing my my roster really quick, and she's fantastic player, um, Mia Miller. She's a sophomore D, and you know those players who just play with an edge and have great edges and can skate really well, mm-hmm. and ha- get a tallish player that she can kind of mo- moves well for a taller player. I'm like, man, she's a sophomore. She she could be the next Ayla Puppy in that town. That's a, that's a player that really stood out to me. And uh, also a uh, defense. She played kind of plays both Isabel Steffs as well. Mm-hmm. Um, she's a, she's a hardworking player with great speed. Uh, they make things happen. That that that's not just a two person team. That's a, a really good team. They're they're not deep like three lines type deep, but man, they're hard to play against. I can see why they beat Benilde because they have finishing. They're a polished team. A polished Where Benilde's deep, but they don't have someone who can, you know, they can just turn on the goal switch. They don't have an Ayla puppy. Right. Nobody else does. Uh, January 6th, Hill Murray over Proctor Hermantown by a score of 7-1. to Not exactly a surprise that the Pioneers won, but I expected the Mirage to keep this game a little bit closer than that. Edina over Minnetonka. This is a score of one to nothing. This uh, is, could you call this a U18 asterisk? Because we've got another U18 asterisk coming up. I don't think so. I'm not going to call it a U18 asterisk because then you'd have to attach it to literally every game that any of those teams play. Uh, Minnetonka is missing a goaltender, but Hemp is rotated with Hazlett throughout the season. So they're missing two players, essentially. They're missing Distad and Goldsworthy. And if two missing two players is the reason you can't score a goal, then okay, I, I'm right. not going to call it a U18. I'm just saying that for for buzz for our show, but I don't really believe that either. I'm just asking. Yeah, and I think teams like Minnetonka, who are so used to losing players each year to Team USA, I think they take... Any loss that comes in this stretch, I think they take it with a pound of salt. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Moorhead over Maple Grove by a score of 5-3. to three. The Spuds over the Crimson in a very chalk game here. Two-goal win for Moorhead. Yep, I think that's chalk too. January 9th, this would be this last is, this next night. This is not chalk. This is not chalk. North St. Paul Tartan, the co-op near and dear to my heart, over South St. Paul who meandered. It's way into the Class A top 10 uh, this week. They meander their way out. They're going to meander their way. (laughs) They're about to meander their way right back out. It's kind of like that gift. Kayla needs to uh, cue up her her beep again because I think you're going to swear about rankings here in a second. No, I'm not going to swear about rankings here. I was going to make a comparison to the gift of uh, the Simpson grandpa. When he walks into the bar, puts his hat down, and turns right back around, puts his hat on, and walks right back out because South St. Yep. Paul's on their way out. That's pretty much it. Yeah, Holy Family over Proctor Germantown, 4-3 to three in 
over time, um, I would have really liked this win for Proctor Hermantown. I think it would have assuaged, is that how you pronounce it? Mm -hmm. Whatever. Or mitigated some worries that might be bubbling up in Proctor and Hermantown. Okay. River, I'm skipping the next one. I'm we're gonna save that for last. Okay. River Lakes over Wilmer, one to nothing, six A. Central Minnesota battle. What a think, section! I don't that think is. either one of them are in six A. But what? Mm-mm. Oh, it's because Wilmer got moved. Wilmer to, and and River got moved. They got moved. Oh well. Yeah. Con- conference battle. Is it a conference battle? Uh, sure. 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 Eden Prairie over Northright County, four to three in overtime. That game was a pick'em from last week, I believe. But you didn't yes, write them down. It was. Yes, it was. I wrote them down now. Okay. Yes. All right. Well, did you say Eden Prairie North, right? Yeah. Yeah, it was a pick'em, and Tony got it right, and you didn't. Of course. Of course. And you then, did pretty terrible. And then I Dang picked it. North Wright County as a sleeper. So, I had I, I had enemies last week with North Wright, and now I've gained them back. Mount West Tonka over Delano Rockford for a two battle of two top ten class A programs. Yeah. Uh, Northfield over Benilde St. Margaret's four to three in overtime. You just waxed poetic about Northfield for for a long period of time, and I've talked I've talked them up quite a bit I, on this show already. Uh, it's all there. They're going to be undefeated uh, as the season uh, closes, and if they can make it way their way through section play. Uh, and I think they will. Uh, they will be an undefeated team in the state tournament, and those folks at KSTC 45 better pay close attention to that team. Macy Mueller, 41 saves in the win over the Red Knights. Lakeville South over Edina, 3-2 to two in overtime. Bryn O'Neill scores the game winner with 38 seconds left. In the OT. In the OT. And Lakeville South held a 2 nothing lead after the first period. This wasn't a, a mad dash at the end No, for the Cougars. Edina outshoots Lakeville South 49-17. to I'm going to throw that little caveat in there. So Claire Bronson's 47 saves make her the first star of the game. Kaylee Adrago-Lam scored both goals for Edina. Both of them assisted by Audrey Davis and Brenna Prelwitz with an assist. Uh, an interesting game. The one thing that I would note, Lakeville South goes one for six on the power play. Yeah. So even if they didn't score goals, Edina's playing shorthanded. The legs are a little more tired near the end of the game than you're used to. That might may have played a factor, but still a massive, massive win for Lakeville South. Uh, one of the biggest upsets we've had in a couple years unranked team gosh dang it i'm trying right? to i'm thinking about uh, unranked seed, team in girls hockey beating right a a dyna team that's i don't know the last abs- time that happened <laughs> it doesn't happen very often no it doesn't seeding in one double a um i think both teams have a claim to the top seed here right right all right games of the future you did these ones i did all right I was looking up the, i was feverishly looking up wilmer and river lakes where's section. the chicken scratch here's the chicken scratch are you ready Give me the chicken scratch. I don't have them in uh, any specific order, but here we go. We're going to make a picks, and I'm going to write them down because our producer gets a little sloppy sometimes. Kayla, you wake. T and a P. Do you want me to tell you how badly you lost last week? Sure. You lost six to two. Who? 
Peter. Oh, yeah. You, you I was say like, that with such vinegar in your voice. Like, well, you're just, you just so want to talk about me sleeping. <laughs> and you're going to hear how badly you lost. All right. I like it. Kayla is fighting back. The real Kayla's finally showed up in year two. Remember sweet Kayla from year one? Nope. I do. She's so nice. Now she's just fighting mad. Eating her powered by oranges. Mandarin oranges over there. Her QTs or something. All right. Uh, yes, I'd like to hear how I oh dismantled Peter six to two, um, and I have now a huge commanding lead. Well, the first three I wanted to mention, you picked the same team. You okay. picked Orno. You picked well, that was a tie, but you picked uh, Northfield, and then you both picked Hill Murray over Proctor Hermantown. Smart. But then the next five, it was Minnetonka versus Edina. Tony picked Edina. Maple Grove versus Moorhead. Peter picked Moorhead. So that was the only one you okay, lost. All right, all right. Sorry. You looked really afraid right there. there. <laughs> uh, then it was War Road versus Rozo. Tony picked War Road. Uh, Benilde versus Northfield. Tony picked Northfield. And then Eden Prairie versus Northright. And Tony picked Eden Prairie. <laughs> so it's pretty bad for you. Peter. I'm, just, you got I'm, just, I'm just here to keep it salty. He got waxed. Keep that it salty. Was, I mean, that is the first week in a while that you've won, Tony. So I feel like... Oh, Bring your ego down a little bit. But. Yeah, but I had a huge lead after the first two weeks. Yeah, you're, you're still in a huge still lead. Still a huge. Do you have, do you have our Wait, numbers? how huge yeah. is what huge? What are they? Um, I think you're at, now you should be at like 26, and Peter's at like. 12? 11? Mm, that might be less than that. 16? 16, yeah. yeah. So I'm a section sleeper. Yeah. All right. <laughs> All right. You are the section sleeper the of section the show. section sleeper. I like that. All right, here we go. Here's uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight more for me to get right. All right. And expand my lead. Uh, Moorhead and Bemidji. Moorhead. I will go Moorhead as well. Mm. I'll go next. Edina and Stillwater. Oh, jeez. I'm going to go Edina. Chalk it up. Another one for me. Don't do it, Peter. I'm so tempted. Don't do it. So tempted. What do you got? me Dinah. all right you're just trying to just stay par with me now this is a good game uh andover and orono andover yeah a little bit of a homecoming for claire hills yes it is fun uh here's a i would say this is one of the top three this is the game of the, of the freaking week yeah lakeville south and farmington uh a section you never seating. picked andover versus orono tony you skipped right over it oh oh i said andover that's right. how he has such a big lead. He just doesn't tell us until the and then he, end. And then he claims the, the victory later. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Lakeville South Farmington, Section 1, Double A. Will the Mighty Mites beat your Claire Bronson? Oh, my gosh. Uh, you seem a little torn. Do you want to go first? I'm so torn. I'm going Lakeville uh, South. Come on. You got to pick uh, Mighty Mites. Uh, uh, Mighty Mites. All right. Good. This is the best game of the week when I saw this one. I was like, holy smokes. On yeah. the A side, Dodge County, a section finalist last year, travels to Crookston, a section finalist last what? year. Now, this Crookston team, uh, I really I really like this team. Uh, Taylor Field, sophomore, has a little sister. I believe her name is Jocelyn Field. That is correct. Holy smokes. These girls are good. They're fast. 
Uh, they got a eighth grader, Adley Vignus. Holy smoke, she's good. Uh, they got a Reese Swanson on the blue line. This team is really good. Really good. And then they have Camel Fridge. I mean, this team somehow can get past World. I could see them in the state final. Not just getting to Friday. I'll write that one down. Write that one down. He's got Crookston going all the way to the state final. So just for the record. I'm going to clip this. For, for the record. Clip it. Okay. So I'm driving down to Northfield with uh, Ben Liss. Oh, yeah. Doing a little, we had a little nice little training sesh. Like oh, here, you do, shoot this and do this. Stand here, you know. And and I we're park, coming in the parking lot, and I said, well, if somehow we see the Crookston team there, I would fully expect after me picking them last summer uh, to be better than World um, and me picking them to beat World earlier this year, and they did beat them. I would fully expect their team to have dropped rose petals in front of the door for me when I walked in, right? That's what I expected. I expected rose petals. And here's what I got when I walked in the door. I got a couple of their players in their skates because they're sitting along the glass watching the JV game, and they come running at me. I'm like, look at this. Look at this. Here comes my rose petals. Here come my rose petals right now. And guess what they said? You picked against us. Like, Against Northfield, I'm Good. like, uh, yeah, because they're a top double-A team in their barn. Uh, yeah, I did pick against you. But where are my rose petals? <laughs> and they said, if you come to our rink, we will have rose petals. So, Crookston, here I come. No, you're not. It's a good hockey team. You're That's not going. You're good not going hockey to, team. You're not going to Crookston. No. That's a good hockey team. You're not making that drive. That's a good hockey team. Give me. What do you got? My pen back. I'm going Crookston in this one. Dodge County. All right. Dodge That's County. a good game. That's a really good hockey game. That is a good game. All right. Next one is a rematch of two the top two teams, if not the top three teams in the state in Class A. They played earlier this year. Orno defeated Holy Angels. I say Holy Angels. Uh, Orno will beat Holy Angels again. I would also take one. Orno. All right. Um, and then um, that game, they'll be without Macy Rasmussen. Well, that's okay. That's okay. All right, here's another good game. Uh, Warroad goes to Alexandria and Fergus Falls. These are two teams. Mm. I mean, Fergus is in the state tournament. I mean, sorry, Fergus. You're already in with your section placement. You don't know that Yes, yet. they're in. You they're don't in know the, yet. They're you in the state know. tournament. It's, it's locked and loaded. Games haven't been played. Yeah, once the games are played, they'll be in the state tournament. So now What we if have half their this, players quit tomorrow? I, I'm just saying, if, if the tournament were held, if the section – Playoffs were held today. Fergus would win that section. And if my dog were a cat, it would be a cat. <laughs> if your dog had whiskers, it would be a cat. Dog has whiskers. And eh, not me. All right. All right. So, Fergus Falls or Warroad? Warroad. Wow, 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 Warroad. I think I'm going to use my little my Vegas money. Oh, no. And I'm going to take Fergus Falls in this one. Spend it on the Otters. This is this last game is the best double-A game by far. Obviously, the best single-A was Dodge and Crookston. Well, on paper, Andover and Hillmary. This is the game to see. Oh, man, I hate this. Why? Because I, just, I, I want to believe so badly in both of these teams. 
I'm taking Andover. Hill Murray won the first game, two nothing. Yeah. I like Andover in the second. And one. you like Andover, even though it's at the, Polar Arena. The revenge factor. Um, I like it because of the revenge factor, and quite honestly, <laughs> Andover has been on a heater over the last um, five games. They've allowed one goal, one right. regulation goal in the last five games. I'm gonna go with uh, Hill Murray on this one. Okay, we're gonna get back on the uh, back off the Schneid from their Christmas loss uh, to Lakeville North, and they're gonna get on another heater heading into playoffs. Are you gonna be looking for rose petals at Polar Arena? I will not be, no. Okay. I don't think I'd get them either. And I don't, I don't think, think I'm going to get them when I go to Crookston, but if I try hard enough, I might bring my own rose petals in case they aren't there and say, hey, drop them at the door. Still, I believe you're not in you, going Crookston. To Crookston I believe in you, you're Crookston. You're not going to Crookston. I, for rose petals, I might. You're not going up there. I might. <laughs> That's it. It's like Santa promising to come down the chimney and then he never shows up. Oh, <laughs> Wow. Oh, Peter, but you're wonderful. I just know with your schedule you're not going to Christmas. It will be hard, but I'll make I'll try to do You'll my persevere. best. I will persevere. The cold will not defeat you. All right. A uh, couple thank yous. Uh thank you to the Red and Black League, ResTech Summit, and our friends at Farmington for the great merch. I love long sleeve black t shirts. And thank you to Kayla Joe Franz for making it all happen. Don't forget a thank you to Gemini Athletic. Oh, oh, forgot about those guys. You didn't circle them on the run. I didn't circle them and Gemini Athletic for their sponsorship of today's show. Peter Rodney, Kayla Franz, I'm Tony Scott. Used to keep it cool, used to be a fool. All about the bouncing master. Watch it on the news, what you gonna do? I could hear profession forget. Used to keep it cool.